Hello, and welcome to the Dr. Jocker's Functional Nutrition Podcast, the show designed to give you science-based solutions to improve your health and life. I'm Dr. David Jockers, doctor of natural medicine, chiropractor, and functional nutrition practitioner, and I'm the host of this podcast. I'm here to tell you that your body was created to heal itself, and on this show, we focus on strategies you can apply today to heal and function at your best. I'm excited about today's podcast, but before we jump in, I wanted to remind you to download this month's special gift at drjockersgift.com. From keto meal plans, smoothie recipes, to fasting quick start guides, we have a new complimentary gift every single month. To get your gift, simply visit drjockersgift.com. That's D-R-J-O-C-K-E-R-S-G-I-F-T.com. Thanks for spending time with me, and let's go into the show. So this interview is a part of a series I did called the Fasting Transformation Summit. And in this summit, I interviewed the top experts in the world when it comes to intermittent and extended fasting and autophagy and self-healing. Now, these interviews were originally done in 2019, but the information is extremely relevant today. And this expert, as you will see, really has a great knowledge of this topic and will give you guys so much value. Now, if you wouldn't mind just taking a moment and leaving us a five-star review, your reviews help us reach more people and impact more lives with this podcast. And take a moment and subscribe to our channel. That way you get instant notification every time we put up a new podcast. Thanks so much for doing that. And I'm honored to share this information with you guys. Well, welcome everybody to the Fasting Transformation Summit, where we're uncovering the most ancient, inexpensive, and powerful healing strategy known to mankind, fasting. I'm your host, Dr. David Jockers, and I know you've been hearing about fasting. It's literally all over the internet. And in this summit, we are bringing you the truth, the scientific evidence, and really practical strategies on how to fast to improve your health. And today's topic is detoxification support during a fast. And I brought on one of the leading voices in natural health and a mentor to me, Dr. Michael Murray. And he's called the voice of natural medicine. He truly is. He's published over 30 books, including a book I have right here that I reference often called the Encyclopedia of Healing Foods. He's been featured literally all over the media. He's also um, a faculty member of Bastyr University and the chief science officer of Enzymatic, which is a great supplement company. For the past 35 years, Dr. Murray has compiled a massive database of original scientific studies from the medical literature. Personally, he's collected over 65,000 articles, which provide strong evidence on the effectiveness of diet, vitamins, minerals, herbs, and other, other natural measures, kind of like fasting, in the maintenance of health and the treatment of disease. And you can find him at drmurray.com. And so, Dr. Michael Murray, thank you for joining us here at the Fasting Transformation Summit. Thanks, David. I, I love the, the name of your summit. Uh, transformation is always a great thing, and uh, fasting uh, can be a powerful vehicle to, to make that happen. Yeah, absolutely. And so how did you get, get going? I mean, obviously, you've got this passion for research. How do you get started? Uh, in the natural health world and become the voice of natural medicine? 
Well, uh, there's an inner story and, and kind of the outer story I, I tell everyone, and I'll, I'll do a little bit of mix of both. Uh, um, my father had developed a condition called Bell's palsy. Uh, it, uh, it's a condition where you lose the uh, innervation to the muscles of the, the, the face, and uh, his face was literally paralyzed, and he went and saw a naturopathic doctor, and it literally uh, brought his face back to life. And uh, I had had a, a knee operation uh, uh, a couple years prior and, and just wasn't really responding to physical therapy. And he suggested I see this naturopath and I did. And it was just a, a miracle in, in my life. And, and that just stimulated me to want to learn more. And the more I learned about uh, diet, uh, herbs, uh, natural approaches to health and healing, it just resonated with something deep inside of me. And this became my mission. And uh, I, I feel really blessed, and uh, I, I've gained uh, so much uh, personally from uh, the path that I uh, was led to, and uh, hopefully I've made a difference uh, in the world uh, on my own path. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you certainly have. I mean, you've, and I really want to acknowledge you for just paving the course for younger people like me to come up and have all these great references and uh, be able to really share this message with more and more people throughout the world. And you've seen, I mean, literally over the last 20 years, just huge growth in, in natural health and natural wellness. And so yeah. a lot of the work you've done has helped pioneer that. So thank you for that. Well, thank you. And this is such an important topic. I just want to uh, stress that to, to all the viewers out there. I, I really believe that the greatest threat to human health today is not some super virus or even eating too much sugar or junk food. The biggest threat to, to human health is the ever-increasing environmental toxin load. And we are at the top of the food chain. And so we have the ability to in, increase as we age the concentration of these toxins in our body. We are bioaccumulators of these toxic compounds. And it's really, really important these days to do everything we can to avoid and then uh, support our body's ability to get rid of these toxic compounds. So I really welcome the opportunity to uh, talk about this really important subject. Yeah, you're so right about that. We need detoxification strategies, and that's your topic today. And so what kind of results and like what strategies do you like to use for detoxification and fasting? Well, I think that uh, you know detoxification is uh, really kind of a complex uh, series of events in our body, and uh, we require an un unbroken chain of these events to effectively get rid of of toxic compounds. And one of the, the great uh, basic tenets of uh, naturopathic medicine is to remove obstacles to cure. And obviously, these toxins can be an obstacle, but so too can uh, our uh, inability to get rid of these toxins. And there's a lot of things that go into uh, getting rid of these toxic substances, and we have to support our body properly uh, day in and day out, but I think especially during a fast. Yeah, absolutely. And what sort of toxins are the big ones that we're trying to eliminate from our body? Well, uh, you know, thousands of years ago, when, when they were doing fasting for healing, they were mainly concerned with water-soluble metabolic toxins, the toxins that our body naturally produces. And uh, I, I think, uh, you know, water fasting was really a great way to kind of flush all these compounds out. These days, the toxins that we're most concerned about are fat-soluble toxins, uh, pesticides, herbicides, flame retardants, solvents, heavy metals. And 
uh, these compounds are stickier and harder for our body to get rid of. And we have to use, I think, uh, different types of strategies along with uh, making sure that we're well hydrated to get rid of these toxins. So uh, I think that uh, there's a lot that we can do to assist the body get rid of what are the called persistent organic pollutants. And those are the compounds that uh, that, uh, that I mentioned, part of those that I mentioned, pesticides, herbicides, flame retardants. These are the compounds that I, I think when people think of toxins these days, that's really what they're thinking of. And for good reason, these, these are really uh, harmful compounds to our health. Yeah, absolutely. And like you said, we store them in those fat cells. And so when we start to fast, our body starts to break down those fat cells to use for energy. And so therefore those toxins can start to get out into the bloodstream. And so well, let's talk about some things that you like to utilize, like vegetable broths and juices, and really how to prepare those, as well as the benefits of that and how that can help reduce the toxic load in the system. Well, thank you. Uh, I think that even bef before going on a fast, we have to kind of prepare ourselves for it. Uh, um, I, I, there's an old saying, any fool can fast, but only a wise man knows how to begin and end one. And so I think there has to be kind of an easing of our system into it. And uh, so I, I like to, to recommend a really clean diet uh, uh, prior to any, any form of, of fasting. And uh, I, I know that the audience is going to be a, a spectrum of people, people that uh, uh, are uh, capable of uh, enduring and doing well on a water fast or a juice fast. Uh, but then there's also people that uh, are probably just getting started and they really need, I think, to, to be a, a bit more careful, especially if they're carrying a lot of, uh, of excess body fat. Because as you said, uh, these toxins get stored in our fat cells. And as we start reducing our calorie intake, uh, our body starts releasing those compounds. So we, we want to ingest things that can help our body get rid of those, those toxic compounds. And food can be very helpful in doing that. A good clean food with a focus on a high fiber, high water content vegetables. And you mentioned vegetable broths. These are great ways to kind of prepare our body to deal with a fast. And there's there's no real wrong way to to ingest a vegetable broth. I do like the garlic and the onions and the high sulfur content vegetables. You know, cabbage and and kale and those sort of things to kind of get our, our body ready to get rid of these toxic compounds and then uh, continue to utilize vegetable broths, uh, uh, you know, during, during a fast. Uh, within, within moderation, we want to keep that calorie content low and we want to make sure we're breaking down those fat cells, but we also want to make sure that uh, we're giving our body uh, the proper support. Uh, and you know, a, a potato-based uh, vegetable broth is okay as well. It's going to provide uh, some some uh, some starch and and some some uh, sustenance, but it's also going to provide some electrolytes, the uh, potassium and and and, uh, and whatnot. So that helps as well. Uh, I'm a big fan of uh, uh, juicing. Uh, I've written a whole book on juicing, and uh, it's been part of my lifestyle, uh, you know, <laughs> for the last 40 years and. Uh, I just think it's a fantastic way to kind of flood your body with uh, these important phytochemicals that can help detox, detoxify our body. And 
I, I like to kind of pump up my food and my my juices. Uh, I tell people to spice it up. And uh, when we're talking about uh, juicing, uh, I like throwing in ginger, uh, fresh ginger, fresh turmeric root. Mm. I like throwing in, you know, parsley, basil, uh, mints. Uh, these are powerful, uh, concentrated sources of detoxifying agents. So. Uh, you know, I, I go a little bit uh, extreme uh, at, at times, but uh, I think that's what happens when you, uh, you know, <laughs> follow a kind of a path for, for 40 years. You got to mix it up and you find things uh, are really refreshing. Like, uh, you know, I mentioned mint and uh, I think mints are just, you know, part of uh, God's gift to, to, to the earth. They're, they're fantastic medicines and, and I think they're very effective and in, uh, in nourishing and supporting our digestive system, so I like to I like to use uh, the mints quite a bit, and you can do that in in the uh, in the vegetable broths as well as in the in the juices. Yeah, absolutely. And so let's let's talk a little bit more about the juices. And so there are certain vegetables that provide a lot of juice. I think about like cucumbers or something like that. Yeah. There are other ones that provide a lot of chlorophyll, and there are other ones that basically are more like the bitter herbs. You know, I always tell people bitter is good for your liver. And so yeah. how do you like to set up your juices using those, those three uh, categories? Yeah. Uh, I kind of let people run amok, I guess, because uh, the biggest thing is to enjoy what you're doing. And so, uh, you know, I have some of my favorites, uh, and uh, I encourage people to experiment. They might find something that they really, really like. Uh, uh, for example, I have this one drink I call Better Red Than Dead, and uh, I, I discovered this drink uh, many years ago because, you know, yams were plentiful. I'd never juiced yams, and you think, well, you know, what would that taste like? Yams, sweet potatoes? When you juice them, they do yield a lot of juice, and it, it actually tastes great. And then you throw in beets and, and uh, uh, your radishes and other things in there, and you can really, really spice it up. Uh, so, um, yeah, there's no real uh, steadfast rule other than to, to experiment and find the things that you like. I mean, a lot of times people get stuck just drinking and eating the same sorts of foods every day. You know, carrots are very good for, for detoxifying, but... I wouldn't just drink a plain carrot juice. I would add to it. I'd add uh, ginger. I'd add. I'd add parsley. Uh, I'd add mint. Uh, you know, something to 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 kind of spice it up and give it an, a little extra uh, push to to help benefit. And and on a on a fast, uh, either preparation for a water fast or uh, you know doing a juice fast. Um, uh, I, I generally would recommend eight to twelve ounces of, of fresh vegetable juice. Uh, uh, you know, up, up to three, three or four times a day. Um, and uh, some of my favorites for, for, for fasting, yeah, you know, carrots are readily available. I, I like beet juice. I, I think beets, I, I refer to beet juice as the uh, uh, veg, vegetable Viagra. It has so many benefits and uh, very beneficial to our heart and vascular system, but it also supports the liver, as you said. Uh, I, I like adding ginger to just about anything and, and, and uh, getting into the fruits. I like pineapple ginger. I, I like even apple ginger. Uh, just It's a great way to get that, uh, that, that ginger into you. Sometimes it's straight ginger shots or, or, or super, but uh, uh, people aren't used to that. I, I recommend diluting it with a little bit of apple juice or pineapple juice. Uh, 
uh, it, uh, it makes it a little bit easier to get down for some people. Yeah, for sure. And so when somebody's looking to possibly do something like a five to seven day juice or broth fast in a preparation mode, would you recommend like, let's say taking a month or so or a few weeks and just replacing one meal with like a big juice or a broth or something like that to get their body used to kind of that lower calorie um, and, and getting, getting used to getting their body prepped um, and opening up the drainage pathways. Would you recommend yeah, that? I think that? I think that's all really good. Uh, what I would recommend for, for people uh, in, in general, uh, preparing for any sort of uh, three, five, seven day juice or water fast is that uh, three, at least three days prior to starting to do just raw foods and, and with a focus on vegetables, the exception is you know doing eating some uh, drinking some vegetable broths and, and soups and, and and that sort of thing because I think those can can be uh, kind of nourishing and and satisfying in the same in the same way. But yeah, I think uh, you know focusing on raw foods three days prior to a fast and three days after really it's it's just a great way to kind of set the stage for for uh, you know giving your body some tools uh, to. Uh, help detoxify and, and, and also uh, kind of getting used to a, a lower calorie intake. Hey guys, I just wanted to interrupt this podcast to tell you about the importance of electrolytes. If you're having trouble with your energy or you just want to take your game to the next level, electrolytes and good hydration are one of the most important things you can do. And most people are not getting the proper ratio of electrolytes and they're not hydrating their body well enough. If you are exercising a lot, especially outside and in the heat and you're sweating, or if you're on a low carb diet, a ketogenic diet, or you're doing fasting, whether it's intermittent or extended fasting, you are gonna lose electrolytes. In fact, when you go on a ketogenic diet, or if you're intermittent fasting, your insulin levels drop. And when insulin drops, you excrete electrolytes, particularly sodium. You really need to increase your sodium when you're on these sorts of nutrition plans, and that will help relieve hunger and, and cravings. It's going to help reduce cramps if you're dealing with that. Uh, some people deal with headaches when they're fasting or if they're on a low-carb diet or if they're exercising in heat. That's going to help reduce headaches, tiredness, dizziness, fatigue. It's going to really support your body so you can be at the top of your game. Now, the problem with most electrolyte powders out there is they're full of sugar, artificial ingredients, different artificial colorings, things that we just don't want. They're not healthy and they don't help support hydration. So I've actually partnered with a company called Element. They've sent me some of their products and they're fantastic. Not only do they have the right ratio of sodium to potassium and magnesium in there, but on top of that, they're also flavored with stevia, which is an all natural flavoring agent that doesn't impact our blood sugar and makes this more palatable. Now, they have some great flavors. They have citrus salt, raspberry salt, and orange salt. All of them taste great. They also have an unflavored. So if you want to avoid stevia, they do have an unflavored as well. But I really like this product and this company actually works with the U.S. Olympics. They're working with several NFL teams, NBA teams, and NBA players. A lot of high-level athletes are using Element every single day to get the best results. On top of that, you know, if you just 
wanna be the best mom, if you wanna get the best workout, you know, if you just are a hard charging individual that wants to get the most out of life, this product can really help support you. It was founded by my friend Rob Wolf, who is a two-time New York Times best-selling author. Uh, you know, he's in the paleo space and he also works with people that are on a ketogenic diet. And see, he's seen amazing results using this for athletes, low-carb dieters, people that are just looking to improve their overall fitness, their health, and their energy levels. And it's a great product. And you guys can find it at drinklmnt.com forward slash drjockers. And that will take you to a page where they have their variety pack. The variety pack, I think, is the best way to get started with them. It has multiple flavors, including the citrus salt, raspberry salt, and orange salt, which are the most popular. So that way you can kind of sample them and see which ones you like the best. So the link is drinklmnt.com forward slash drjockers. And that will take you to the page so you can learn more about this amazing electrolyte drink. Again, if you are an athlete, somebody that really it wants to have more energy, better mental clarity, really wants to charge into life. Uh, if you enjoy working out outside, especially if you like running and doing long distance work outside, or if you're intermittent fasting or on a ketogenic diet and you want to get the best results, trying an electrolyte drink, I think can really help up your game. So check that out again, drinklmnt.com forward slash DR jockers. Yeah. And what, what are some of the benefits of raw foods? What are some kind of meals that people can do with raw foods? Well, you know, you know, obviously, uh, obviously salads and, uh, there's lots of different ways to, uh, to, to, to do that this day and age. I mean, it's so easy these days to eat healthfully. Uh, you can go to the store and you can buy these pre mixes of, uh, of organic uh, greens and, and herb mixes. I've fallen in love with the microgreens. I don't know if you've seen those yeah, in, have, those yeah. in stores, but uh, man, I tell you, I just think that they taste so much better. Uh, the, uh, the stores here where, where I live, uh, we have, uh, you know, micro arugula, micro kale. Uh, we have, uh, you know, uh, you know, my, micro mixes and uh, various sprouts. And I, I just think it's, it's, it's good to kind of, uh, try different things, you know, eating the same boring uh, vegetable type salads every day, uh, it, I think doesn't uh, make life that much interesting. So I like to mix it up and, uh, you know, discovering these and having these microgreens available because I, I just, I find that they, they're more alive and they just taste better. And, uh, you know, there's ways you can, you know, change the, the, the kind of the nature of a salad just by by the salad dressing, and there's healthy ways to prepare salad dressings, and uh, I'm sure you, you you have some recipes. I have some some recipes as well. Uh, so uh, you know, I think it's just it's a it, variety is very key uh, in in life, and I think it's very key in, in diet. And so uh, I I would just recommend you know three days prior to a fast, really get creative in, in how to enjoy raw foods because it's not just you're, if you're just going to focus on eating raw carrots and celery your, your, your body your brain is going to freak out you have to put some forethought into it and really plan out your menu and, and go to the store and look around and see what 
what what interests you and and uh, you know make it make it fun uh, like this is this sounds really simple but uh, I, I encourage people to give it a try you know jicama jicama is basically a free food it doesn't have any calories it's uh, uh, it costs more calories to to ingest it in terms of uh, uh, we, we use up all this energy to break it down and, and utilize it than the jicama has in, in its uh, content. So what I like to do with jicama, you know, eating it plain is fine, but I like, I, I love mustards and uh, there there are different types. I mean, I, 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 I'm kind of a mustard connoisseur, right? I, I have three or four different types of mustard in my, uh, in my refrigerator right now and dipping the jicama in different types of mustards, it just, it mixes things up. And yeah. uh, it's a simple thing, a daikon radish, same thing. I like uh, dipping daikon radish into mustard. So uh, uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna offer a few uh, different uh, uh, things for your uh, viewers to, uh, when they, we're gonna give them a link and I'm gonna have a, uh, a, a magazine that I put together that's based basically lots of great information on on uh, uh, fasting and detoxifying. I'm also going to put put some of my favorite uh, uh, you know, raw food recipes and and uh, salad dressing recipes, just uh, and ideas on how to how to enjoy uh, raw foods. Now, I want to encourage certain people to to also utilize raw foods during their fast. You know, technically, you you know, fast is an abstinence from eating solid foods, but um, there are certain people that I think can really benefit from the assistance of eating uh, food during during a cleanse. Uh, when I first got into natural health, I did a lot of fasting, and uh, the first time I went on a fast. Uh, gosh, you know, I broke out in this really odd rash. I, I, I felt terrible. My head was spinning and I had a joint pain and I had a fever and I, I just was not doing well at all. And I started thinking about that because I was told, I went in and, 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 and talked to this guy at the health food store. He said, oh, that's a cleansing reaction. And then I started thinking about that. And the more I learned, I, I don't think it's really in, in, in that particular situation, I don't think it was a cleansing reaction. I think it was my body freaking out from incredible release of stored toxins. Uh, and uh, I would uh, tell people if they start uh, experiencing signs of auto intoxication, that's not uh, toxicity in their car, it's the personal <laughs> toxicity. I think they can benefit by by eating a, a little bit of, of raw foods uh, to kind of you know take take that uh, that process back a little bit and give some support to to detoxifying. Uh, so uh, now someone like yourself who's done multiple fasts and and really you know uh, it, it, it probably does intermittent fasting as well. Uh, your your body's well attuned and you've, you've probably significantly lowered your your toxin load and you know you that these sort of cautions wouldn't really apply to you but uh you know for a lot of the people that i've seen and who, who have uh who want to make drastic changes in their lives they've just they've got to sometimes use training wheels before they get to, to you know to pedal on their own yeah, I mean, reality is that we've got to get that liver moving well. A lot of people have very, very sluggish phase one through three liver detox, sluggish colons, and we got to get those drainage pathways opened up. Or you're right, it's kind of like, you know, we, 
we want our body to, in a sense, to be like a river, flowing like a river, not just stagnant like a pond, or else, in a sense, we get that auto intoxication. And, um, and it be, obviously can be significant, significant problems that, that can occur. We get a lot of hydroxyl free radicals that are produced and um, you, know, you can feel sluggish, lightheaded, break out in rashes or hives or whatever it is. And so I think having proper, a proper setup period uh, preparation before the fast is extremely important. Now let's talk about what to do when you're finished. Let's say you do a long fast. You know, clearly your digestive system now has, we've put a lot more energy into healing and repairing the body than, than uh, in the digestive system. And so we, we wouldn't want to come off of a fast and um, go and eat steak and potatoes, right? Yeah. Instead, we got to come off properly. So how do we do that? Well, yeah, first, there's a few things I would recommend for people to consider while they're uh, going through the, the, the fast or cleanse. And, and I think supplements are okay. Uh, uh, and I think supplements can be very helpful depending upon the types of toxins that you're, you're trying to get rid of. Uh, for, for example, with heavy metals, we know that B vitamins as well as essential nutrients and, uh, like minerals can be very effective at pushing out lead, mercury, cadmium, arsenic, all these toxic heavy metals. So uh, I think that uh, you know, taking a high potency multiple vitamin and mineral formula, extra Bs, and uh, making sure you're getting all those minerals in your diet uh, is really critical. Uh, you know, during a fast, if, if you if you want to get if you're you know, dealing with some some heavy metal issues, uh, I also think that uh, we can give our, our liver some additional support, various uh, lipotropic factors for the liver, choline, methionine, uh, uh, acidinocyl methionine or SAMe, uh, special herbal compounds like milk thistle extract, uh, N-acetylcysteine. Uh, I think these can be very helpful. Uh, I also think it's a good idea for many people to take some sort of a water-soluble fiber supplement at night before going to bed. I just think that it, it helps uh, it, the, the cleansing uh, cleansing process and it keeps things keeps things moving. Sometimes in some people, if, when they go on a fast uh, during the evening, there's there's too much stagnation and there's not peristalsis. So. Uh, there's there's not an effective uh, elimination of these uh, these toxins that the liver is processing. So fiber, particularly water soluble fibers, can can bind those toxins and help escort them out of the body. Uh, so uh, I like to support people uh, with nutrition uh, in the form of uh, supplements uh, during during a fast. And I, I've written on this and I actually developed a product for, for Enzymetica called Purify. And we have a 10-day total nutritional cleansing program that features some supplements. But I, I think that it just makes sense to take advantage of these foods in the form of supplements to help uh, protect uh, the body from these toxins as well as help uh, get rid of them. Now, as far as transitioning off the fast, again, I, I'm going to go right back to, to raw foods and you try and do that for three days, and then the, the third day, you know, maybe have some some steamed vegetables and uh, along along the way. And uh, you know, I, I, I do consider uh, those vegetable broths somewhat of a uh, raw foods. I look at them as being uh, just concentrated sources of minerals and electrolytes, and, and I think that that really helps uh, uh, our system uh, during during a, a recovery from the fast. Yeah, they're kind of like you get the essence of the plant in there. Yeah. 
um, in a sense, without the, the fiber when it's just a straight broth. Um, yeah. You get that essence, though, and so that can be so powerful. Yeah, and so um, what about fermented foods like sauerkraut, uh, kimchi, pickles, things like that? When can you introduce those, like right at the end of the, the fast? What are the benefits of that? Yeah, uh, um, I, I'm kind of, I kind of have mixed thoughts on on uh, on that. Um, uh, yeah, I would I, I would stay away from pickled and, and, and fermented foods, uh, you know, during that prep period and also immediately after. Uh, and the reason is is that uh, they are rich in nitrates and nitrosamines, and and, and our, our body is uh, is still in that process of uh, you know getting rid of toxins and. And I do think that uh, that it does it may put a little stress on certain detoxification processes with with fermented foods uh, uh, during or too close to a fast. Okay, well, that's really good to know. And so you talked a little bit about some supplements. Um, what are some other things possibly that could support us as far as supplements, let's say pre-fast and post-fast? You talked about what to do during the fast. What, what else would, would help support our body and the detoxification systems? Well, um, I think there's a lot of focus these days on, on intestinal health and especially yeah. the health of the intestinal lining. And uh, I, I'm, I'm really deep diving into what they're, they're looking at in animal feed uh, because what they're trying to do in animal feed is get away from antibiotics. And so, they're dealing with some of the same issues that we're focused on in, 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 the, in, the, in human health, such as intestinal permeability, uh, such as leaky gut, and uh, such as small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. And it's really interesting to see what they're using in, in animal feed with, with great results. Uh, a lot of volatile compounds uh, that we get in foods like cinnamon or uh, oregano oil or um, or these these mints, uh, in a, mint the mint family includes a lot of things like like rosemary and, and thyme and all these other uh, plants that we don't normally think of mints, but they're part of that mint family. But anyway, these volatile oils uh, they help the enzymes work better, and they're using enzymes in uh, these animal feeds and getting great results. And and uh, I work with Enzymedica, and so I, I have a focus on digestive enzymes. And I, I think digestive enzymes can be really helpful for so many people. Uh, many people in, in the U.S. are dealing with uh, chronic digestive issues, uh, you know, irritable bowel syndrome, gas bloating, indigestion, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. And a lot of times it's not the food that's giving them problems, it's their inability to break down the food. And, these enzymes that we're, we're using therapeutically these days, these are even more powerful than our body's own enzymes. Uh, these enzymes include uh, plant sources and microbial sources, and they exert uh, more powerful effects, and they are effective in a broader range of pH. And the results they're seeing in these, these uh, animal feed uh, studies are, are pretty impressive. And you combine that with what most naturopaths and many nutritionally oriented doctors have experienced for years using these sorts of enzymes, as well as what we're seeing with clinical studies in, in humans with the use of these, these newer forms of enzymes. And it's really encouraging and it really supports the notion that in people who are dealing with uh, kind of a weak digestion, maybe that's their weakest link, uh, 
uh, they really could benefit from uh, utilizing uh, digestive enzymes. And uh, we're, we're focused a lot on the microbiome these days. And uh, here's, what, uh, here's my prediction, David. When, when we're looking at influencing the microbiome, what, what will eventually be shown is that uh, our, our, our thoughts about providing more seeds in the forms of probiotic isn't really uh, addressing the issue. Most people, the issue resides in the terrain. And so we're trying to put seeds in, you know, it's going to be kind of like trying to plant uh, uh, grass in the Amazon you know, throwing grass seeds out there, there's no room for them. And that's, I think, what we're seeing with some of the, the probiotics. They're just not able to take seed. We have to kind of terraform, or uh, the term is rebiotic. We have to, to change the, the terrain. And I think that, that that's where these, these enzymes are really showing value. Uh, a lot of times people with chronic digestive issues, for example, they, they have a lot of biofilm. And these enzymes are great for breaking down that biofilm. Anyway, I kind of went off on a, on a tangent, but my point is I think many people uh, can really uh, aid themselves uh, after a fast or even during a fast by, by uh, utilizing digestive enzymes as part of their program. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of digestive enzymes. One supplement that I put most of my, my patients, my clients yeah. on, and typically it's you know, very inexpensive and it makes a big difference. People notice a change and a difference pretty quickly and uh, yeah just taking stress off of our digestive system and allowing the body you know in a sense that's really what fasting does as well it's just kind of similar to what enzymes are doing it's just taking stress off the gut stress off the digestive system and then allowing the body to uh start to reorganize the microbiome and um and to, to facilitate healing in the system so definitely big fan of that and yeah, uh, any yeah, yeah. Okay. Just a couple other things. You know, I think it's really important uh, with fasting is that you have uh, a big bolus of. Uh, normally, think about bolus with food, but in, in fasting, I think you need a big bolus of, of water or juice yeah. because uh, that that activates the digestive system and uh, it causes the gallbladder to contract. It causes the the pancreas to kick in. So, uh, uh, you know, uh, just stay really well hydrated and uh, it's, it's okay to really fill yourself up because that's, I think it's really important to keep things moving in that digestive yeah. tract and these digestive secretions are critical for that to happen. So yeah. um, just, just a little bit of uh, words of wisdom there. Yeah, and I think, you know, we're right on the same, same path with that. Just keeping your body flowing like a river. That's yeah, I love that. That's Think good. about that river rather than the pond. And so any yeah. final words of inspiration? It's been a really, really fascinating interview, and I really appreciated uh, just all the wisdom you provided. Any, any last words of inspiration for people that are looking to do some sort of a detoxification cleanse? Yeah, I, I, just, I think that a lot of times um, when, when people are, especially when they're first getting into health, uh, they uh, sometimes think that the benefits are achieved long term, and that's true. But what I like about uh, getting on an effective cleansing program or an effective fasting program is that the results can be dramatically better immediately. And you know that it's it's almost like like changing your shirt or taking a shower and getting all clean, and you just feel better. And uh, when people feel better, uh, they uh, they have a renewed 
vigor and, and vitality and, and just uh, uh, enthusiasm for life. And if you don't have that enthusiasm, then I want to encourage you to, to follow these recommendations that, uh, that David and the other experts have, have been giving you on really transforming your health in your life through through fasting because I think uh, I, I think it, it can be dramatic it could be immediate and it's something that can really catapult you to uh, a life full of passion for the rest of your life I love it man absolutely love it and yes you know if you don't it, finding inspiration I always tell people you know you want to find some reason when you go into a fast or a cleanse you know, you may be feeling low, but find some sort of inspiration. I always tell people, find a why that makes you cry, right? Whether it's your kids or somebody around you yeah. that can stimulate emotion. And because uh, you're going to need that as you go through this lifestyle change. But you're right. I mean, you can, ha you can flip the switch on your health by going yeah. through this sort of a process. And so, I mean, ultimately, you know, fasting has the potential to unlock this dormant healing potential within you. And um, Dr. Murray, you really, uh, you really touched on that quite a bit and just gave us great strategies for how to prepare for a fast, go through it, and then come out on the other side and get the best healing results. So thank you again for being a part of this and thank you for your contribution um, really to natural healing, the natural healing world in general. So I really appreciate that. Thank um, you, it's been my pleasure. Absolutely. Well, thanks again. And so for those of you that are listening, just remember fasting, it's safe, it's powerful, and it just might transform your life. We'll see you on a future interview. Be blessed, everybody. See you soon. Well, that's all for this show. And I want to thank you again for spending your valuable time with me today. And if there was something you heard in this interview that you have questions on or you want to dive into deeper, then drjockers.com is the best place to go. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider taking just a quick moment and giving us a great review. Your reviews help us influence more people and transform more lives. And if you took something valuable away from this episode, then please share it with someone in your life you know it can help. We'll see you soon on a future podcast. Be blessed, everybody.